0: a special edition of the Toddcast Podcast. How are you doing?
1: I'm good. How
2: are you? I'm good. Good. Yeah, thank you so much for... Well, you, you helped me get Brent Sopel on. Oh, yeah, Which, of course, was awesome as a huge fan, uh, you know, of hockey and, and the Vancouver Canucks and stuff. Um, but you have a really interesting story that I think a lot of my followers will... Uh, I think they're just going to wonder, how the hell do you get a job like that? <laughs>
1: Yeah, I'm wondering
2: too. <laughs> so, so uh, it's Savarina. Yep. So how, because you, not only do you work with, um, you know, Brent Sopel, but you work with a couple of the guys from, I think the Flyers, so one of the guys in the, on the Hurricanes. Yep. How do you, not to get right into it, hi, but how, how did you get that job? How, do you, how did you land such an awesome gig? <sighs>
1: Well, I swore I would never work in sports. And funny enough, I was working in entertainment for eight years and I started doing some workout videos and influencer work with a local gym, ALP Training Institute, and they train a lot of NHL players. I met Zach Ronaldo, who is local to Hamilton. Okay. We became friends, I had interviewed him, and then he needed some help with PR, and he's like, oh, you wanna help me out with this? So I did that and I loved it and that led to other opportunities.
2: Prior to that, what's the background in marketing and, and, and PR and stuff? Like, is this something that.
1: Absolutely nothing, was just, <laughs> it was something it was I just, never thought I would do. <laughs> really? Yeah.
2: So you've got that story of like, wow, I just kind of, it, it just kind of happened.
1: It did. Yeah. A,
2: and how long have you been doing this for?
1: A year now. It was actually okay. oh. ago. a So, year, so yeah.
2: it's still fairly new. What, yeah. are, what's been the highlight over those, you know, over that time?
1: Uh, Just building the relationships with the players and their families. They're very down to earth. And that was the one thing that I loved about the shift from entertainment to sports. No one has agendas. They want to see you succeed. And there's a lot of bad stereotypes out there with athletes and their families. And they are salt of the earth.
2: Yeah, I think that the, uh, that stigma that, that athletes and musicians and, you know, famous people or whatever i think that, that stigma that they get is because they're often asked stupid questions or they're asked the same question over and over that they've answered a billion times they're like really i gotta answer it mm-hmm. one more time
1: oh yeah and they're right on them as soon as they come off the ice like right. and they have to answer all these questions i'm like i couldn't do
2: that no it'd be tough or they could just be having a bad day yeah people have bad days Oh yeah you know it's very easy to be like oh man are you kidding me and they're like oh that's the only clip you're going to use is anyway that's rad so what did you want to do in high school um, i wanted to be an
1: entertainment reporter and cover the
2: oscars red carpet interesting so what did you do to travel down that path did you go to what is it out there uh ryerson
1: uh, no, so when I was 14, I started doing little interviews on a YouTube show called The Sabrina Show, just interviewing actors, musicians, dancers. And then a couple years later, I pitched the concept to Cable 14, community TV station. That got picked up as a pilot, led to some hosting opportunities. Then I started working with TMZ, and I never ended up going to university.
2: So is, is that something that... You still may travel down that path later on in life, or?
1: I don't think so. I mean, I do like being in media, and I'd love to mix sports and media, but I don't think I would go back into entertainment. Hmm.
2: Got it too good now. Yeah. <laughs> so, so what do you do when, okay, uh, aside from COVID, and by the way, how is your circle? How is your family and your friends? Have you, do you, have you ever, uh, have you known anybody to have, have gotten it? I know two guys so far.
1: I haven't. I'm like, we're all staying healthy, being very cautious. I so left my house for the first time for social distance coffee for like three months. Last night.
2: Yeah. So, who who is getting your, your groceries and stuff? How are you getting all that stuff?
1: Well, I'm lucky. I still live at home, so my dad's been taking care of that.
2: So fantastic.
1: <laughs> yeah. Very lucky. <laughs>
2: That's great. <laughs> um. And so you were saying that you you weren't necessarily driven to get into the sports media.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, does that mean you're not a sports fan? Like, do you like watching sports? Do you, What What do you like watching and what do you like playing?
1: Uh, so, playing, I'm athletically challenged. So, that's completely out of the question.
2: Okay. <laughs> like, I'm awesome. really
1: good at watching sports. I love football, love basketball, love hockey. I grew up watching the Leafs with my dad. and right. That was kind of always rooted in me. And I kind of resented it when I got older because I was always on TV and wanted to watch my shows. I learned to appreciate it the last few years.
2: Right. What have you been binging on uh, during the isolation?
1: Oh, my God. I've been watching a lot of like the older movies from when I was a kid, a lot of Disney Plus. Yes. Yeah, I know. And my parents and friends make fun of me because I'm watching these cartoons.
2: No, no, no. I'm I'm 47 and I, I still watch. I mean, I've got a granted when I'm watching. It's with my kids. They're seven. Yeah. And 10. yeah. But as a 47, like we just tonight watched, uh, just finished uh, Artemis Fowl. Oh,
1: yeah. I haven't like, watched
2: that yet. On Disney. Oh, it's great. Yeah. Um, I have to watch
1: that next.
2: I don't want to give it away, but it's, it's, yeah, it's definitely worth watching.
1: Yeah. Good I much. love Frozen 2. I just watched that.
2: Yeah. Great show. Yeah. 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 Like, what are, what are some of the series that you've been uh, pounding through? You get into that Ozark or
1: i haven't finished the third season i did watch the first two i watched the last season of new girl finished fuller house dynasty my guilty you
2: did the fuller house i couldn't uh
1: i I just wanted to see how it ended it was horrible
2: i bet (laughs) i i bet
1: like the first season was great you had everything everyone yeah. and then as it went on it's like why is this still on and then
2: the last couple of seasons without aunt becky it was just kind of strange i bet yeah yeah I, I, it was one of those ones that i was like ah, should i i don't know it, i think maybe it was just because you know full house wasn't really that big in in my house as a oh, up yeah. and stuff. so that's probably why but <laughs> anyway um prior to having you on as a guest we kind of texted and you'd mentioned that you have a, a kidney disease mm-hmm. and that you're working with the Kidney Foundation. Yes. So maybe tell us about that and what that part of your life.
1: Yeah, so I've had kidney disease since I was born. My kidneys are smaller than the average and they're currently at 10% function. So we're working towards transplant. And my dad just got cleared as a donor, and I really wanted to use my platform to give back and raise awareness. So one of my clients had actually referred me to the foundation, and they reached out and worked together on a couple of campaigns, including one with David Ayers, and we raised $90,000 together.
2: Nice. That's fantastic. So what, what's your day-to-day living with, uh, with something like this?
1: Well, physically, I've been very fortunate that I haven't had any symptoms. It's more challenging mentally and emotionally because there's a lot of ups and downs and changes and uncertainty, but you just have to be thankful for what you do have because there's so many people that have it worse, and I'm lucky to have a really great support system, and my work is pretty flexible.
2: And th- is this something that, um, like, there's a cure, or is it more just... um
1: it's more just dialysis or transplant, depending on what stage you're at, your age. There's a lot of factors that go into it.
2: Right. So, what's your ten year with with something like this?
1: For me, it's honestly as soon as I start getting symptoms, then I'll pull the trigger. It could be a month from now, could be a year from now, ten years from now. I mean, they've been wrong my whole life. They told me I wouldn't see my first birthday. Wow. And now I'm going to be twenty-three.
2: Wow. Okay. So what are you looking for, like, as terms of goals and stuff? Uh, will you just continue to, you know, uh, create uh, m- more events that would raise money and awareness? or, or do you-
1: Yeah, I mean, I'm loving being a part of the foundation and being able to share my story helped me connect with other people going through similar things. Either they're just diagnosed and I get to pass on what I've learned, or people have been dealing with it much longer than me are passing on what they've learned
2: Right, right. W- where is the best people to go to You know, s- read about it and maybe uh, donate if they can?
1: Uh, kidney.ca has all the information, all the different charity campaigns. There's a uh, few exciting things that we're working on in the next couple months. I'm really excited to launch that. Uh,
2: uh, is that something that's, uh you're allowed to talk about? What are you working on?
1: Well, we can't talk the specifics yet, but that should be out in like, the next month nice. or so.
2: See, that's that's the tease. Now we're going to yeah. go make sure we check out that website.
1: Yeah. <laughs> uh,
2: all right. I want to I wanna get to know you a little bit, uh, you know, beyond the marketing and PR and, and of course, what you're doing. Yeah. Um What's What was the music in your house when you're growing up? What are the bands your parents are are, are plowing?
1: So I still listen to it now. 80s freestyle was huge. Yes. <laughs> and I love it. I live for the Wayback Lunch on Z1035. That's, like, the highlight of my day.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Well, it sounds like you want to get into the, in front of the camera or on a mic again. To me, like maybe I'm just reading into this, but it feels like that's your passion. Yeah,
1: I I do. I enjoy it. I mean, I like having real conversations with real people.
2: Yeah. I wonder if there's some way for you to spin what you're doing with, uh, what is it the company you work with? 44?
1: uh, 44 Concierge.
2: Concierge. I wonder if there's a way to spin something like that, where maybe you do this with yeah. <laughs> some, I don't know. I don't know.
1: Like don't I've know. been thinking about doing like a sports podcast and getting to know the people behind the
2: athletes. Totally. Cause that's, you know, when I, I generally, the, the weird thing for me, I think if you are like, just to kind of start listening to my podcast and you know, the, the, the thing for me is that I always ask, it's almost the same stuff because people ask or answer it completely different. Mm-hmm. Like some people didn't even grow up around music, and that mm-hmm. blows my mind. As a, you know, like that's the reason why I did twenty years of radio. I'm into my sixth year of podcasting, and I'm I'm a, an instructor at BCIT, one of the arts uh, radio arts program. It, and I think that the reason why I'm down this path is because my mom played ABBA until I could recite every single record. You I know what I mean? Like Steve yeah. Miller band and like, yeah. you know, Fleetwood Mac and all those bands mm-hmm. that were, you know, they're just in, they're etched into my being. Mm-hmm. So when I ask, you know, when I ask you about that or, or, you know, whatever you, what was your first concert? And um,
1: you can walk.
2: Nice. And, so right? How like how cool is that to know what your first like I don't know whoever James Hetfield yeah. from Metallica or, yeah. or Brent Sopel and find out what because <laughs> how would you know that otherwise?
1: Yeah. <laughs> so
2: uh, how how old were you for New Kids on the Block that had to like blow your mind?
1: I was thirteen and like I loved it. I was mad because Backstreet Boys was performing with them and I just wasn't into it. But I love New Kids. I love Joey. He's wow. my favorite.
2: Is. New Kids and Backstreet Boys. The that, that was the
1: first time they teamed up together in 2011. Wow. Yeah.
2: I mean, that had to be amazing. I'm Obviously, oh, yeah. as a 47 year old dude, <laughs> that's just not my wheelhouse.
1: Oh, yeah. Well, my but dad. I can, I can appreciate it.
2: that had to be amazing. That show had to be amazing. Yeah.
1: My dad couldn't really hear because of all the screaming girls, and he like, totally
2: went through that with me. I love it. I love yeah. it. Hey, are you a fan of all the um, all the superhero movies and stuff that that are being made?
1: I mean, I watch them, but I wouldn't say I'm a diehard fan.
2: Yeah. See now, as a 47 year old guy, that's my mm-hmm. wheelhouse, and I'm freaking yeah. out like this. We're at right now at the Severina. We're at the point where you know the world is it's caught up to my 10 year old self.
1: Yeah.
2: <laughs> you know, like tons of. Comic books into movies. Mm -hmm. Awesome video. Do you video? Do you video game?
1: I don't. I just started. I hooked up my PS3 a couple weeks ago, and I'm trying to relearn how to use it.
2: Your PS3. (laughs)
1: Yeah.
2: From 2004 or whatever that was.
1: Uh, Something like that. I wonder.
2: I wonder what the PS5 will cost.
1: Oh, I've seen so many memes about that. Just look at it.
2: i know like why did you take first off guys all it needed to be was the same thing we've had for always
1: right
2: <laughs> why the why the change i don't
1: get, know i don't know what would change so i'm not really loving
2: that yeah i mean at least they're not messing with the controllers because as soon as you do that you're like you come on don't do that yeah. <laughs> yeah you think you'll get the ps5 when it comes out
1: i think so i'd love to try all the nhl games and Play with different users. I think it's like a whole other experience.
2: What would you be willing to pay? Yeah, I don't
1: know. That's a tough one. I don't even know what they go for anymore because I haven't bought them in so long.
2: <laughs> it's been a while since the what? Did it, when I when I got the PS4, I got it when it was like pretty new but not brand new, and I think it was like I want to say it was at least three ninety nine. Maybe it was even four ninety nine, but like with a game oh yeah so like would would you pay much more than 500 for the ps5 no no i i think it's going to be more than 500 probably
1: will be i mean there's so much more to it now than there was before
2: excuse me yeah and of course they're gonna have to recoup all the the time and energy and wages and etc you know man hours to build them and everything else like they're gonna yeah yeah, it's on (laughs) um if you could have a superpower, which power would you want to have? Oh,
1: it's a good question.
2: Tough question, because there's so many awesome ones.
1: I know. I mean, I guess I'd love to be invisible. I think S- that would be fun.
2: It'd be so good, like a fly on the wall.
1: Yeah.
2: yeah. First place you'd go if you were invisible, where would where would it be?
1: I don't know. Probably somewhere like where all the gossip happens. Totally. soak it all in.
2: Yeah. It's like, wow, I can't believe you thought that of that person. You said that of a, wow. You're mean. (laughs) You're a mean person. Uh, Do you think aliens have visited?
1: It's possible. And at this rate, I think we couldn't get them in July. I mean, 2020 is one hell of a year.
2: I don't think it would surprise anybody if suddenly... You know aliens were to like walk around and shoot whatever out of their heads, and we'd just be like, eh, yeah. I guess yeah. it is what it is oh yeah <laughs> it's crazy, I feel like like we need something good to uh-huh. to happen here in the next now
1: yeah,
2: hopefully, you know the last six months of the year will make up for the first six hopefully, yeah, I mean, I, I just read an article um. Uh, is it today, this morning, or is either this morning or yesterday? Uh, where, and I don't think this is a new concept or idea or whatever at all, but th- they're saying that there's going to be no cure for COVID and it's just going to be coming back. It's going to be one of the yearly things that we get. Yeah, I mean, like
1: I can see I think that happened with the flu too. And then eventually we all became immune to
2: it. Right. Different than the flu, though. Mm-hmm. Scary business. Yeah. <laughs> hey, what is, a, what is a day-to-day in your life as a PR and all that?
1: Uh, it's never the same. It's always different. So I try to have a good morning routine where I take some time for myself, do my yoga, do my workout, just really clear my mind. And then there's usually emails, phone calls, there's some kind of request from the athletes or companies and just getting through that.
2: And how long is an average day? Do you think?
1: You're pretty much on call twenty four seven.
2: Really? Wow. Yeah. Okay. And yeah. how far in advance are you booked? Like how how far are you working ahead with uh, with all these athletes and stuff?
1: Um, right now, we're just taking it day by day because we don't know when hockey's coming back. Right. We don't know when anything's happening. So.
2: Like, where? How far is your reach? I don't. It's an awkward question to ask. Like, do you work with them if they're gonna make a commercial?
1: Yeah, I'm good.
2: Okay. Uh, would you work with them if they're gonna do something where they're at a rink and they're gonna give yep. a charity or whatever?
1: Yeah, like signings. Um, now they're doing private signings, which is right. exciting. Or at least they can do something. Social media partnerships, all of that stuff. Car deals
2: yeah i'm I'm curious like right now in this time that's so unique Mm -hmm. to what we do as just a whatever human race Mm
0: -hmm.
2: what have what have you guys like in your think tanks when you guys are sitting around and having you know the 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 morning coffee and going like here's what we need to do for the next whatever Mm -hmm. what are what are the thoughts what are the ideas that are being tossed around to remain relevant and topical and timely within a sports that isn't even being played.
1: Well, right now it's just finding partnerships since the guys are home and they have time to post on social media. And then the ones that are able to do private signings. A lot of guys that are going back to playoffs, the teams don't want them to do signings yet. So it's just working with the guys that are out of season, like Jonathan Bernier and his wife Martine.
2: Cool. That's pretty cool. Uh, Star Wars or Star Trek?
1: I haven't watched either of them.
2: Come on. Okay, this interview that. is over. This interview is done. Yoda,
1: so I guess how, I'm going to call Star Wars because I how love ca- Star
2: Wars. How can I just, this is my shocked face right now. This is my shocked face. <laughs> Never, not one Star Wars, not one Star Trek. No. Wow. That blows me away. <laughs> so what when you're watching movies like what's your go-to if you're gonna like is it a rom-com um it's usually the really
1: stupid comedies like american pie Yeah. You
2: yeah, yeah. <laughs> leave your brain at the door let's go just yeah. have some just have some good fun here tonight
1: yeah yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs> that's great that's about ba- and who, who do you think is like the king of that what's what like what's the movie where you're like they have that's the bar being set right here
1: It'd have to be between Adam Sandler and Will
2: Ferrell.
1: Like, I love Step Brothers, and I love Happy Bill Reynolds. they my two favorite
2: movies. Yeah. And, and you know, Chris Farley. Yes. The stuff that he was doing. He, you know, man, that was way too early with that guy.
1: Oh, yeah. I love watching his us and skits.
2: Yeah, super, super talented, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want to take up too much of your time. I respect your time here. I'll ask a couple more, and, and then we'll... Yeah. Uh, We'll get going here. Yeah, no
1: worries.
2: Um, and I, I, it's a weird one. I, I've asked the majority of the people that have, have, have been a guest mm-hmm. Have you ever had a near death experience?
1: I haven't.
2: Like, but not like necessarily not- floating over your body or whatever. Yeah. More like, holy crap, I could have died right there. Like, that's crazy.
1: I haven't. And I kind of wish I have because I feel like that brings a fun element into life.
2: Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, I guess if you s- slip by it, yeah, Yeah. But, uh, you know, it, when you ask that question, holy crap, most people, most people, I'd say 70% have it and they're like, boom, right away. They're like, oh dude, you're not going to believe what happened here. Oh
1: my God. Yeah. Yeah. No, there's still time though. It could happen.
2: There, well, there's still time. Absolutely. Uh, what's your take on on legalized marijuana? I think it's
1: fine. I think everybody has the right to do whatever they want
2: if they enjoy it good for them yeah do you smoke i
1: don't you don't yeah more because of my health
2: yeah i suppose that's probably not a smart thing with the health thing
1: yeah
2: yeah yeah well as a smoker you know casual smoker Mm -hmm. uh, i I, it's one of those things that's always been like why is it so you know attacked and it's yeah i
1: mean there's way
2: things way worse drinking is way worse for you oh, 100%. Worse. Yeah. yeah yeah all right what's uh what's on the plan for the rest of the night
1: well it's currently almost 11 here, so probably it really? you should. yeah me, like, i could have done it oh, way no, earlier no, it's all good okay <laughs> <laughs> I know, i'm usually in bed by 8 30 i'm like oh, i can do this i
2: can wow scale. little trooper <laughs> staying up tonight i love it <laughs> Uh, what is, what's the best place for people to, uh, reach out and follow you? Um,
1: Instagram and Twitter at PR.
2: Okay. You're fairly active on both, right?
1: Yeah.
2: Oh yeah. Okay, cool.
0: Subscribe on iTunes at Toddcast Podcast. Attention fans of fairy tales that are magical, hilarious, and grim. The award-winning Pinna Original Podcast, Grim, Grimmer, Grimmest, has new episodes out now. While you've probably heard of the Brothers Grimm, you've never heard these tales told in quite this way. I'm Adam Gidwitz, best-selling and Newbery Honor author of Books for Children, and in Grim, Grimmer, Grimmest, I share the real, weird, grim fairy tales with real, weird, hilarious kids. In each episode, you not only get to hear a story, but you also get to enjoy this group guessing what'll happen next, cracking jokes, and sharing their own perspectives on the tales. Also, heckling me. They love to heckle me. The episodes are rated on a scale from grim, to grimmer, to grimmest. So there's always a great variety of tales to explore with your family. You can listen to Grim, Grimmer, Grimmest now, wherever you get your podcasts. And be sure to follow the show so you don't miss new episodes.